Welcome to Celestial Insights, a weekly podcast that brings the stars down to earth. I'm your host, astrologer, coach, and intuitive Celeste Brooks. My purpose is to provide practical, unique, and insightful guidance to help you navigate the energies of the week like a boss. Hello, this is Celeste of Astrology by Celeste, and on this episode, I will discuss the astrology for the week of January 22nd, 2023. I am excited to announce that the Moon Mastery Program, which is my signature program that is a tool for self-discovery and manifesting with more ease. It's a six-week class or a 12-week class about everything about the moon and her cycles and how you can pivot from seeking outside guidance to inner wisdom in order to do intention setting and goal manifestation and just have a life of more calm and ease. We live in such a solar-based society where there is this go, go, go energy to constantly be striving and achieving. And when you start working with the moon, you start sinking your life in with the natural cycles of waxing and waning, of growth and decay. This course is ideal whether you are new to astrology or have been studying for a long time, or even I've had professional astrologers take the course to deepen their understanding of the importance of the moon. The moon is the closest planet to Earth and translates the light from all of the planets to us. It's so important in horary astrology, which is the astrology of burning questions, as well as electional astrology, where we pick dates for launching things to have the best outcome, as well as just a daily life, just knowing what the moon sign is in every day can help you just connect in so much with your life as it happens. So if you're interested in learning more, you can go to my website, astrologybyceleste.com and sign up for the waiting list. You'll be notified when the course launches. I love to meet my community in person and get to know you on a more intimate level during these interactive classes, which are taught live. There also will be a link in the show notes. I hope to see you there. The theme of this week is love and other drugs. And there are three big things I want you to think about. The first is that Uranus, the planet of shocks and awe, the great awakener that brings sudden events, is stationing to go direct. So Uranus has been retrograde since last year. And remember, retrogrades are an optical illusion where a planet appears to go backwards in the sky from our perspective on Earth, although it's obviously not really going backwards. And the topics that it rules get a little wonky. And there can be reversals and delays and things like that. Now, Uranus is an outer planet, so we may not really connect in so much with the nature of the retrograde, but five days before and after a planet stations, we'll see events 
on the world stage. And Uranus is stationing on a world point of 15 Taurus, which is an earth sign. So there may be literally a manifestation of Uranus stationing or Uranus aspects can be earthquakes or other, you know, unexpected events like that. So we may see some things like that. When I looked at this chart, the first thing that jumped out at me is about the women in Iran or Afghanistan. More things about what could be happening there because on the same day that Uranus stations, we have Venus, the planet that rules women as well as love, beauty, and and relationships is conjunct the planet Saturn. And Saturn brings hardships at times. It can separate. It can bring delays, restrictions, boundaries, as well as it can be symbolic of Venus conjunct Saturn. And natal charts can be symbolic of at some point a person is in maybe a a relationship where there's not a lot of love, or it can be symbolic of only being in committed relationships. Saturn is not always negative. It can be a lot about commitment, but I'm thinking that there may be a high profile separations or split between marriage partners or or businesses that are related to Venus topics like a fashion house or a jewelry company or a bank, things like that. The first thing I thought when I saw the chart for this was that I wonder if Melania Trump will separate from Donald Trump because her chart is being very activated by this transit. And what's very interesting is that she's got Mars in Gemini. And so Mars is now getting ready to go direct and it's in a sextile to her Chiron, which the Magi astrologers consider the asteroid of marriage and Mars can cut and sever. And we know from his fake Twitter that he blamed her for his midterm losses and the candidates he selected to go forward. I don't know. We'll see. There's several things in her chart that make me wonder if this could be one of the stories. Most importantly, her Jupiter was eclipsed at the last eclipse. And sometimes it takes 90 days to see the eclipse story. And Jupiter rules wealth. And when you get divorced, your wealth changes. We'll see what happens. Yeah, it'll be interesting. The great thing about Uranus going direct is that all planets will be in direct motion until April 21st. So this is the window this year for like really putting your emphasis on launching whatever you want to launch this year or getting going, there'll be a a lot of forward momentum. So I'm loving the fact that everything is going to be direct. The next thing I want to make you aware of is that the sun will be conjunct the fixed star Altair this week. And this is a, a star of boldness and military power. It's symbolic of the eagle. So it's about taking action with strength and determination, which I really like. And Mercury is on fasces, which is the eye of the archer, penetrating vision, focus, energy. Now, I love Altair. It's a very, I feel like it's a very positive in a lot of ways star. And I can often see it here in California at night during certain parts of the year. And I just love this star. It's at 
one degrees of Aquarius. Now, Fasces has a lot of negative connotations and violent connotations. It's at eight Capricorn. We may see something related to escalating violence, especially around, I'm thinking Ukraine or somewhere else in the world. But for our own lives, I think we can use this very positively to have an optimistic view, determination, look with the eye of the eagle and get moving on our goals. The last thing I want to make you aware of is that Venus will enter the sign of Pisces this week. And Pisces is the sign of Venus's exaltation. So Venus is at home in domicile where she can just do her Venus things with ease in the signs of Taurus, an earth sign, and Libra, an air sign. Now, when a planet is in its sign of exaltation, it is a VIP. It like has a special seat at the table. It's like lifted up, an invited guest. It receives honors. It's esteemed, listened to. Yeah, so I practice horary astrology, which is the astrology of burning questions and essential dignity and both being at home or exalted as part of essential dignity can tell you about what things about the person that this planet is a significator for. Yeah, so if you're looking for a lost object like your wedding ring or a piece of jewelry or something that's highly valued, you may see it exalted in the chart or it could also just mean it's like high off the ground or you put it on a shelf. In a relationship, if you're meeting someone new and they're exalted, it may show that they are acting on their best behavior, putting their best foot forward, things like that. It can also be, William Lilly says, it can be someone who has an an inflated sense of self. But the planet means the person will generally act in a friendly or helpful manner, which can be really nice if you're looking in a career chart and this person will be your boss. That can be really nice. Yeah. A very interesting case of exaltation in the real world is Meghan Markle. She is a cancer rising. So that means that Saturn is her descendant ruler because she's got a Capricorn descendant and the descendant represents the partner, the marriage partner. And she has her moon, Saturn, and Jupiter all conjunct in the sign of Libra. And Saturn is exalted in the sign of Libra. And you can think about Saturn is karma, it's the work. It takes duty and discipline and all of these kinds of things. And, you know, partnership is the highest level of relating we can do. And so it makes sense that Saturn is exalted in Libra, where Venus has her domicile. And so... Saturn exalted. Harry is a prince. He was born into high esteem. He is royalty, literally. Jupiter is rules royalty. So she's got Saturn conjunct Jupiter. The moon rules relationships. So you can see there right in her chart, her marriage partner is a prince. That's how astrology works. You can also see it other ways in her chart. 
And Pisces is a sign of all-encompassing love. Venus in Pisces represents the idealized love, people who can lose themselves in love. Venus in Pisces, love as a drug. Yeah, I think about the poet with this imagery as well as a ballerina or just a beautiful like modern dancer who does like really flowing movements or you know a singer who can just express like Anita Baker express the longing and the beauty of like a deep deep love or Sade Sade is the ultimate Venus in Pisces this is no ordinary love kind of energy. So it's really nice that we're going to have Venus going into the sign of Pisces. Yeah, wonderful time to do stuff that relates to the arts or music and just like really enjoy it. Watch out for getting, you know, too much if your chart is activated during this transit, overindulgence in food or drink or other ways of escaping. Yeah, so just be aware of that. On Sunday, the word of the day is separation. We start this week with the moon in Aquarius. We had a new moon yesterday. This is such a great new moon to set intentions, to manifest what you want in your life. I did a workshop last week. You can buy the recording at my website, astrologybyceleste.com if you'd like to listen to it. And on this day... Uranus will station to go direct, bringing us this forward momentum. This day could be the hardest day of the week or right around here. The things that happen related to this transit may have already started happening as I tape this podcast, you know, about a week in advance. And yeah, this is the day that Venus meets Saturn. So this could be severing of relationships or separations. It could also be commitment. Somebody may be proposed to because when you marry someone, you forsake all others. That's a Saturnian nature of marriage and and symbolic of why Saturn is exalted in the sign of Libra. But right now, Saturn and Venus are meeting at 24 Aquarius. So if you have planets around there, you may see topics around, this could be like an unexpected bill or that, you know, Saturn takes away from Venus, your resources, things like that. It could have to do with relationships, women, someone could lose a piece of jewelry, things like that could come up today. Also, Jupiter is going to conjunct the planet of Juno, which is actually an asteroid, which is the aggrieved wife. This is another reason I thought Melania Trump may be separating, you know, from Donald. Yeah, or somebody famous leaving a partner who's done them wrong. Jupiter can set you free from some things, and it's at four Aries. Both of the planets are going to be at four Aries, the planet and the asteroid. I'm recording this while Mercury's retrograde, so apologies. Mercury's also trying the North Node. So Mercury and Capricorn trying the North Node in Taurus. They're both at nine degrees. So there can be some bonkers things that have already happened or are going to happen of the nature of all of this shifting energy. We shall see. On Monday, the word of the day is stormy. The moon enters Pisces at 9.35 p.m. Pisces is a water sign. It's the last sign of the zodiac. There's always a sense of endings. It's a great time to get a quiet 
and more intuitive with the moon in Pisces and not push yourself too hard. Vesta, the asteroid of the home and the hearth, devotion. It also has to do with the Vestal Virgins and the women who would come together who were responsible for keeping the hearth fires burning in ancient Rome. It's going to be conjunct Neptune, and they're both at 23 degrees of Pisces. So to me, this could be like this weekend may have already happened, like big water events, floods, dams breaking. I don't know. In California, we've been having like the biggest rain in decades. So there could be news about California and these bomb cyclone storms. Hopefully there's not too much destruction with this, but I expect there could be problems with water or storms. Vesta also rules sisters. So there could be stuff about sisters in the news. On Tuesday, the word of the day is freedom. The sun will sextile Jupiter, both at four degrees, sun in Aquarius, Jupiter in Aries. Sextiles are opportunities. Jupiter is a benefic, so this is an opportunity for expansion or abundance or freedom. I feel like somebody's calling a divorce lawyer today or a lawyer to, there could be separations of businesses too. Like that's what I'm seeing with this. It's also the waxing crescent moon will be at 19 Pisces at 5.42 p.m. Pacific time. So go out and see the crescent moon. I love seeing that, you know, beautiful sliver in the sky or in the waxing phase. So you can start feeling the momentum to move your your goals forward. And so feel into the dream and how the dream will bring you some freedom in your life. On Wednesday, the word of the day is enthusiastic. The moon will enter the fire sign of Aries at 10.47 a.m. Pacific time. Aries is the first sign of the zodiac. It is an optimistic, enthusiastic energy. Now, we don't want to, it can also be angry. So let's try to channel our energy into like physical activity or pursuing our goals and things like that rather than arguing with people or unnecessary conflict. Conflict is a necessary part of life. So if there is something you have to take care of, then you may get the gumption to do so on this day. On Thursday, the word of the day is exaltation. Venus enters the sign of Pisces at 6.32 p.m. Pacific time and will stay there until February 19th. So can you feel a sense of extreme happiness and joy? Yeah, think about that. Also, you can think about the nature of what it means for a planet to be exalted and see if you see things about people raised up in honors. You can listen to Beyonce's You Won't Break My Soul. Yeah, she talks about exaltation in that song. On Friday, the word of the day is pleasure. The moon enters the earth sign of Taurus at 3.42 p.m. Pacific time. The moon is exalted in Taurus, so it has a special seat at the table. And I love how there's this grounding earth energy to the emotional body. And with Venus in Pisces, the moon reporting into Venus, this can be just a beautiful day to have some delight in the senses or pleasure in relationship and things like that. So 
great night for having a wonderful meal. Yes. On Saturday, the word of the day is choices. There'll be a first quarter moon at 8 degrees Taurus at 7.18 a.m., This can be a pivotal day or Friday could have been a pivotal day because the sun will square the nodes. So the moon is right next to the north node. They're both at eight Taurus and squaring the sun. The moon can be the people and the people the sun. So there could be some people rising up unexpectedly against the authority or a continuation of a story we already know. Nodes are activated by square. You can either take the high road or the low road. The low road to the south node in Scorpio can be acting with a necessary intensity or the north node in Taurus. Like how can you move things forward in a practical, stable manner? Yeah, so you can think about making choices. The sun is trying Mars, which is on the royal fixed star of Aldebaran that speaks about acting with integrity. So you can think about that at this first quarter moon. The first quarter moon is always a time to take action. And this moon relates back to the solar eclipse of last year at 10 degrees of Taurus on April 30th. So this was the launch of the Celestial Insights podcast. So I have been doing this podcast now for nine months. It was birthed nine months ago, and this first quarter moon will be a pivot point. So it'll be interesting to see, like, I'm going to take a lot of time to think about where I started with the podcast, where I am now. And yeah, this is a great point to stop and reflect on the story. And it'll be interesting to see what changes I make over the coming weeks, if any. Yeah, or maybe it'll just be an emotional change. But there may be something, a continuation of a story that started at the last eclipse season for you. So that's it for this week's episode. Feel free to email me at celeste at astrologybyceleste.com with any astrology and action stories or let me know how the daily themes are playing out for you. Take care and I'll catch you next week. Thank you for listening to Celestial Insights. To learn more about my work, please visit my website, astrologybyceleste.com, where I offer personal readings, horary consultations, cosmic coaching, group events, and classes to help guide people to higher levels of fulfillment. You can also find me on Instagram, YouTube, TikTok, and Facebook at Astrology by Celeste. If you enjoyed Celestial Insights, please help others find the show. Follow, rate it five stars, or write a nice review. I would so appreciate it. I'm astrologer, coach, and intuitive Celeste Brooks, and I'll be back next week.